All right, well, like I said, Kerma's here to talk about camp this morning, so let's give her a hand as she makes her way up here. I'm excited. There's a lot happening at camp. There's a ton, so have a seat. Um, well, first off, for anyone who might not know what all you do, camp obviously is a big deal, but that's a little portion of what you do. So what, tell them a little bit about what all LCA offers. Okay, so have most of you been out there? A show of hands. All right, a good number of you. Awesome. Um, LSCA is a camp and retreat center. So we, we do a number of things. For seven weeks in the summer, it is devoted to just running our summer camp programs. The other things that go on during the year, though, if you're not aware, is we do host a number of retreats where LSCA is doing the programming, and we invite everyone to register and come out. And that includes Seniors Day. It includes midwinter retreat for high school. This year we introduced um, the Junior High Blast, which is a, a retreat for junior hires. This coming year, we're also in September going to do our first in a long time family camp. It's the, it's the weekend after Labor Day. We're not calling it family camp. We're calling it all church camp because we want people to join us, whether like maybe if it's a young adult, maybe who's not, doesn't have a family yet, but we want them to come as well. Um, children obviously are welcome, but they have to be accompanied by one of their adults. So, it, you know, it's not a drop off your kid weekend, but it is going to be a great weekend. So those are the sort of events that we host throughout the year. We're also looking at doing a women's retreat this fall. Um, so that should be fun also. Yeah, let's, that's right. We're excited about the women's retreat. Um, on top of that, we host guest groups that are like-minded. So other Christ-centered ministries who want to use the facilities to run their own programs. And then we provide background stuff like food service, we might provide some help with like archery or canoes if they want to do those sorts of things. But we're basically busy most of the year. Our slow season, people ask what we do in our slow season, and I think they mean not summer. But our slow season is really Thanksgiving to New Year's. That is when we have not much going on. And it's not nothing going on. It's not much going on. Um, so those are the sorts of groups and events we host. Um, we also, it's an opportunity for adults, young adults, to have a leadership position. So it's a place where, like, f like young people become faculty for younger children, and they learn leadership skills. So it's a mentoring sort of thing. Some of our summer staff uh, that work for us in the summer, they start to, maybe it's their first ministry job, maybe it's their first job, but we want to teach them regular skills and sor sort of those things that they get to learn to do. Um, so there's a lot going on at camp. All the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Well, when we were there doing the pool a few weeks ago, you had a group out. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember what group was there. It was a men's group. Okay. Yes. It was a, a church doing a mm -hmm. men's retreat there. Mm -hmm. And you talked about leaders, like young people becoming leaders and faculty. Um, during the summer, a lot of the like helpers in the groups are high school kids coming to help out with the younger kids, you know. And if you want to see somebody who is delighted to have power, for the first time maybe in their life. You watch one of them junior high helpers. They they love bossing them little kids around, and they're good at it. I didn't get, uh, have one in my group for a couple of days, and I was so jealous. I was like, man, I wish I had one of those guys that had all the energy to come wrangle my group in every now and then. Yeah, it's a great yeah. opportunity for them to practice those leadership skills. So people think you only do things for like seven weeks out of the year, but it's all the time. Their other 45 are pretty full. It's busy. We've probably this year hosted over 40 events so far. Just this calendar year so far. In 2023. Holy, holy smokes. 
That's a lot. It That's is. a lot of stuff. It is. I don't think people realize, like, we're busy often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the uh, minister's only working on Sundays, but yeah. for you guys, it's just summer. You get, you know, three-fourths of the year off. What a nice way to live. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, since camp is the thing that's coming up, and it does get a considerable amount of energy every year, um, why don't you talk about the upcoming camp season? Okay, thanks. I'm more excited about that. So yeah. summer camp actually starts on June 11th this year, um, and that's a Sunday, and we start with high school camp usually because high schoolers have a lot going on all summer, so we do it right at the front of the summer so that they have the rest of the summer to do all their other things, right? So we're excited about that. We will be hosting 22 sessions of camp in seven weeks, and we are excited. We're introducing two new camps this year, um, and it is called Advanced Day Camp, and it is for fifth and sixth graders, and it's just a one-day event, and we're doing it twice. So there's Advanced Day Camp 1, and advanced day camp too, and they get to specialize in a certain skill and just learn, like hone in on that skill for that day. So it might be sports related. Hannah's going to teach guitar. We'll have a wilderness skills one. Um, and I forget what the other two are off the top of my head, but we're excited about that. Is cooking one of them, Coco? All right. Colleen Orm is our food and hospitality, basically our Food Services and Custodial Services Manager at LSCA. She's full-time, and she's remarkable, and you all know that. And we call her Coco at camp. Yeah, give her a hand. She does. She deserves a hand for a lot of the stuff she does. <laughs> yeah, we're excited about having her on board. So um, that's one of the things that we're doing because we, we have a lot of day camp opportunities more than we used to, and some of that came out of COVID. That was one of you know the things that we learned to do, and we're like, oh, this is great. Let's keep doing it. Um, we have day camp running all summer for second through fourth graders, and we call that discovery camp. And you register for a week at a time, but you can go all seven weeks. Um, we have an adventure day camp for sixth through eighth graders. We were, and that's a four-day camp where they do a lot of the things that our adventure campers do, like they go biking and hiking and paddling, um, but it's just a daytime event. And then we were missing a day camp for fifth graders, and that's sort of where advanced day camp came in. So we're trying that this year. We're excited. Um, we have a lot going on. Yeah, and it's cool that you're, you know, you're, there's a little variety to that advanced day camp. They yeah. get food and a little bit of this. Yeah. That's cool. Trying that's, something new. Yeah. So. What's the theme for this year's camp? Did Who you say am I? Um, and the deans get together every fall, and we sort of talk about what do we want the campers to go away with. When they, when they finish their session of camp, what do we want the takeaway to be? And we know identity is a huge buzzword in our, our culture right now. So we're going with who am I uh, and really looking at who does the word say they are. And so helping campers answer that question from a biblical perspective. That's awesome. Yeah, we're that's, excited yeah, about that's it. That's a pretty timely one for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Abby is actually helping out with high school camp this year. I didn't know that. Yeah. She just ran to the back. She was with kids I'm so today. excited. Yeah. So she's helped. So I don't know if you need to pray for her or pray for me because I'm going to be stuck home with three kids. So I don't know who's going to. She'll have more. Yeah. Pray, pray, yeah. Pray for the kids because they're the ones stuck with me. <laughs> hmm, smart. Uh, yeah. That's pretty smart. Um, so now aside from all the summer camp stuff, there's also a lot of behind the scenes work, work going on right now as you guys are, are planning on some pretty pretty big stuff. What what all can you tell us about that? Yeah, this is where you want me to Yeah, go okay. for it. Yeah. So we are if you if you've been at camp lately, you've noticed that a couple things have changed. The old boys dorm was torn down last spring. 
and we are going to, in that location, put a new pool. Um, it's going to take some time. Uh, the, our current pool is, well, a lot of you know it well <laughs> because you help clean it in the spring as we drain it and get it scrubbed and ready to be painted. Um, it's been patched now since you guys have been out this spring already, and we're going to be painting it as soon as it's warm enough to do so. But the current pool is over 60 years old, and it is in rough shape. And some of the holes in the concrete, I mean, we patch them every year, but by the end of the summer, they're starting to chip back out, and as it sits through the winter, it crumbles back out. Um, it's not accessible. The, the pool is not accessible in any way for anybody with mobility challenges. So we are looking at a new pool. Oh, now we're looking, we're not looking at, we are going forward <laughs> with a new pool, but it is going to require some serious fundraising. It's an expensive endeavor. As you can imagine, it, everything's expensive. It's not real fancy, um, but it will be accessible. So it's going to have zero depth entry. So it'll start at like zero inches deep and go to four feet deep in one area. And then there will be a little diving well on one side. It'll be U-shaped. I don't, there's a picture on this card and we have some cards in the lobby. Um, but They're on the welcome table back there. Yeah, but the please look at it. Um, we're going to need a lot of help. It, we're hoping that we can raise enough funds by the end of 2023 to reconnect with the architect and start moving with some of those sorts of things so that they can submit drawings to the city and get approval and all that. We have to go through all those steps. It's a long process. Our goal would be to have it open by the summer of 25. So we are still keeping the old pool functioning. So if you have a camper, there will be swimming. <laughs> We're, but it's got to be sort of babied along every year, and it's just time. The other one has served us very well. So that's one of the many projects that are part of what we're calling the GROW campaign for LSCA. And the camp, and for everyone who's been here for a long time and has been helping the camp for a long time, let it be known, that pool, we got its money's worth out of that pool because oh, it yeah. cost, what, 40000 to put it in? And that that was before the bathhouses, yes. Okay. <laughs> thousand dollars like which even, is like we can't even put a roof on a building for that anymore yeah. so that's yeah especially with all the permits and stuff mm -hmm. you guys got to do that's like one toilet getting installed yes up probably nowadays yes. so yeah it's it's served its purpose it's done had a lot of fun have it in it um and that's why you chose the kind of putting the pool in a different spot so you yes. can keep the other one going exactly so we want to be able to use the current one while we work on the new one. So where that old boy's dormant was, that's where, right, right now there's an old concrete slab there, but that'll come out and that's where the, the pool, we also, we, that's where the new pool will be. We also wanted to keep that open field area pretty open. Like we use that for a lot of things and we wanted to keep using that. And it'll be nice having the pool that much closer to the dorms It will be nice. It yeah. will be nice. We'll, we will bring in, we'll, part of the Grow Fund is also, si or the Grow Campaign is sidewalks. Um, and so there will, because of accessibility, we'll be required to make a sidewalk to the pool, but we'll, our plan is to do sidewalks throughout. And I know it's like, I love the not sidewalk look at camp, but I, um, there was a young man at camp visiting and he was in a wheelchair and I tried to push him across that gravel. If, if you've done that, you know that that is nearly impossible to do. And as we make camp more accessible for people with different mobility limitations, um, having a way to get in the around the main area of camp, so the dorms, the chapel area, the steel tent, the pool, um, and even playground equipment, making all of that more accessible and safer for people uh, with different mobility levels we'll, is we've got to do it. 
Like that way we can serve a different group of people better. You've hosted some special needs events there too, right? We have, yes. Yeah. So um, prior to the pandemic, uh, United Cerebral Palsy would come to the camp and run their own camp for a week right before our camp began. Now they've merged with Spark and haven't started doing that again, um, but we've, we've still been in contact with them. And it also helped us see what we need to do to serve um, this group better. And um, I had one more thing I was going to say about the pool. But you know how that goes. It goes in, it sits there for a minute, and if you don't get it out, it goes away. We're excited. Oh, well. We're yeah, really excited about it's cool. the it, possibilities. I mean, it, and again, if, you've ever, if you haven't been out there cleaning the pool, like you see the sides, and you talk to somebody who knows concrete work and repairing it, it's just you just can't. And if you also wanted to like bring the current pool up to code in some sense, that's impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'd basically, yeah, it would it would be over a million dollars just to try to do that. And right. the bathhouses would just have to be demolished and rebuilt. Um, there's no way to um, make those accessible as they yeah. are. No, no, there's not. They're barely okay for somebody who gets They're around just fine. They're barely okay. <laughs> as they were okay 55 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are spoiled. It's funny. Like, I love talking to people who went to camp back in the day, and they're like, air conditioning. We didn't have air conditioning. And That is one thing. Yeah. With the new bathhouses, our plan is to make them climate controlled. And the reason being is that we can use them as exterior restrooms the whole year long. Like, oh. people can use you don't have to go into them through the pool. So even when the pool is closed, those bathrooms would be accessible. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's so, excellent. like, if you're at the playground playing, you don't have to, like, run back up to the chapel. Or, you know what I mean? Um, but that's something we've looked at. But that's also an area where we could pull back on costs if we needed to. Okay. Like, if we weren't able to raise all of the money. There are some things like that that we can pull back. And even the model of the pool that we've selected is scalable a little bit. So we can pull back a little if we can't raise all of the funds. But. It's one of those things, it's like, man, you, you look at all the supporting churches and how well the camp is done, and things have been paid off always faster than what oh, they yeah. need to. And it's, it's such a, it's, it, once it's in, it's in. Yeah. You know, it's kind and of like we, one of those things I think of, like, well, I hope we don't have to we, wheel it in too much. Yeah. We are currently debt-free. We yeah. have been for a lot of years now. Um, we had, you know, the Cypress Cove, when we purchased that mm -hmm. section of property, it only took three years to wrap it up. We, we paid that off during the pandemic. So, like... The camp is, uh, we're, we're the people at the camp were humbled by the amount of generosity that is extended to the camp through God's people. And I remember when uh, Eagle Lodge was built, mm -hmm. and it was like, this. oh, no, it's such a huge, and that got taken care of, and mm -hmm. God's always provided and taken care of everything. Valued at about $1.8 million. Holy smokes. And we built it with... When we wrapped it up, we had a $150,000 construction loan that was paid in three months. Whoa. That's awesome. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now, the pool probably gets a big chunk of the energy moving forward, at, or at least at the beginning of the GROW project. But the GROW project has a lot more parts of it. You've kind of hinted yes. at that so far. Yes. So what so, else goes in the... All right, so like I said, the sidewalks. We look at camp as a very, like, it's a whole person ministry. So holistic in meaning it's spiritual first, but it's also, we're looking at the kids' physical. Like, it's 
like a very physical way to do life. Like they're running around and all those things. So there's a phys physical component, a relational component, an emotional component. So we're a holistic type of ministry. So we looked at sort of what things kind of hit around all of those. So spiritual obviously being the most important, but we can't do that if the kids aren't safe physically. So a lot of the things that we want to look at are about safety. And excuse me while I put my glasses on so I can read some of this to you. Um, but for like physical things, um, the pool itself, right? We also are looking at a prairie restoration area on the southwest side of camp. There's the hill with the crosses. We're going to kind of till up all that grass and plant natural prairie land stuff and then put trails through it um, with like little meeting areas and things like that. But that that will be different in a different way to uh, give the kids some outside stuff. Good. I didn't know what prairie restoration was. Oh, like the tall yeah. natural okay. prairie grasses okay. yeah, gotcha. that are native to Illinois. Um, gotcha. We're going to update the playground equipment, maybe add mm -hmm. some challenge elements like a climbing wall, things like that. Um, Increased accessibility would be the pool and adjacent bath bathhouse, paved sidewalks. Um, again, modern playground equipment with accessibility in mind, and then continued updates to the Cypress Cove and Lakeview Lodge areas. Those are still kind of rough in some ways. And then increased safety just to steward our, our property well. Like we don't want all of the deferred maintenance of years and years and years of not repairing things when they need to be repaired, which makes them way more expensive later, right? Um, so, like, we have um, some roofs to work on over the next few years, like the steel tent needs a new roof very badly. Drainage around the main building and around Lakeview Lodge and uh, the Dean's Quarters or First Aid building, it's all draining towards the buildings, uh, creating, like, significant concrete issues. So we need to kind of repair some of those. Um, and that's not like a real fun thing to talk about. Also on there is um, we're planning for this, the city to uh, bring sewer to our side of the lake. It's currently not. When it gets there, we will be required to switch all of our septic systems to city sewer. Um, that will be a lot of expense and we'll be responsible for it. So, um, I mean, we're looking at like several hundred thousand dollars for that. So that's something that we're also planning for because we know it's coming. We don't know when. It might be 10 years. It might be two. We're just not sure. Um, that, that's a lot of, That's a lot harder sell for you guys probably for people than like the pool. Oh, yeah, like, which is why we're the kind gorgeous of pool. lumping it into all of like, the other things. Like with our toilet pipes. It's um, not as, not yeah. as fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not a fun thing to talk about, but it's an, it's an essential, oh, yeah. right? Um, but so we're going we're gonna to work that into this whole thing so that it's part of a bigger project. So when we go around raising funds, and we're going to try to raise about $4 million, um, the pool itself is estimated to be about $2.5 million. Um, I know that's a huge pill to swallow. It is for me still to say it, but we're trying to raise enough money for all of the other things as well. And then we hope we don't have to do like a big fundraiser for a very long time. Yeah, because it'll all be... And the updates are so tricky, too, because they just kind of, it's like a game of ongoing whack-a-mole that never yeah. ends. Yeah. Kind of. We, since I've been at the camp, which will be 15 years in May, um, we've replaced almost all of the roofs except the Dean's Quarters First Aid Building. So I know that's next. And then I know we'll have to start and do them all over again. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty, a lot of fun. Um, 
All right, so that's some of the stuff that's happening. We love partnering with camp. We love being out there all the time for different ways. What are good ways that we can help out at camp? Awesome. The first thing you can do for the camp is pray, right? Um, we are there so that people encounter Jesus and make decisions to be more like him, and the enemy does not care for that. So please pray for the camp in every way. Um, pray for resources. Pray for staff. Um, like we're having trouble finding summer staff. You know, you go to businesses everywhere struggling to find staff. We are not exempt from that. Um, but yeah, just pray for the campers to be safe. Pray that they encounter Jesus. Those are the big ones. That's the biggest thing you can do. There are also opportunities to serve. Uh, right now I'm putting together a mowing team. Do you think you'd like to be on our mowing team? Talk to me. Um, it's not, uh, if I get enough people, it's could be like every other week for a few hours or something like that. Um, we have three zero-turn mowers that are pretty big, and but it does take in total about 17 hours to mow the property. Um, so if we split that up into six zones and have people volunteer to do a zone a week, that helps, right? Um, that's something we can do. We're still looking for first aid providers, so medical professionals that would like to volunteer for a little bit of time at camp hospitality crew members, which are the people who help us greet the campers on the opening day of a session. We need which is fun. We've done that a couple it is, times. It's it a is lot fun. of fun. Yeah, like we, you know, we're the, we need smiling faces, just greeting the kids as they come in, sometimes giving them a slushie, sometimes helping them carry their luggage, not both at the same time. But um, so we need help with that. We also, there is a date that Loami has been assigned kitchen help for your church, and I'm not sure when that date is. Coco would have that information, um, but you could sign up to do some kitchen help one day. Uh, there's lots of possibilities. There's also another work day, like we had yesterday, coming up in, in May, and we'd love to see more people at that. So there is no end of things to be done. Or if you have a group of people where you just want to come out and say, what kind of project could we do on a different time? We've got plenty. Like, there's always, always things to do. I saw something recently you guys sent out an email looking for uh, lifeguards specifically. Is that still a need? Yes. So that's part of the summer staff. Um, we uh, Lifeguards are part of our program staff during the summer, and we hire about six program staff. And they're the ones who run around and, you know, they set up the things. They build the fires. They lifeguard. They teach archery. They watch the canoes. All of those things are happening. And we have three, up to three sessions of camp running at any given time. So, and they can be happening simultaneously. So we're spread out. Right now we only have three program staff. And only one of those is designated as a lifeguard. So we still need some additional help. And they have to be out of high school. And they have to love Jesus. And so it does no good to have a nice functioning pool if you ain't got lifeguards to watch the kids swim in said pool. That's correct. Yeah, so that's important. Um, but yeah, I've, I've done a lot of different stuff at, at the camp. I love the greeting crew. It's maybe an hour of your time. You just get excited for the kids. Sometimes you stand there holding the sign. If you know, I mean, if you've been around kids, you know some of them boast out of the car and they're like, see you, mom and dad. I can't wait to not see you for a week. I'm in. You know, and then there's some kids that are like, so timid and so scared, and to help them have that first little entrance with somebody who's nice, showing them exactly where to go, it, that's helpful. It really is. So that's an, a very easy way to, to serve at camp and make a difference. Um, but yeah, if you know anybody who's knows their way around uh, lifeguarding, that'd be a helpful. And find. we will pay for their certification. So if you oh. know a young adult, a college-age adult, who's looking for a summer gig that comes with food and housing, like, we will feed them all summer. We will house them all summer. We will pay for their certifications. 
talk to me. Sweet gig. Yeah. All right. Well, what are some ways we can just be praying for the camp outside of safety and campers? And The Grow campaign is uh, it's a big deal. It's kind of weighing heavy on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you could just pray uh, that that will go well <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and that we can get the funds for the pool quickly and that the current one holds up, right? Like that's a big deal. Um, pray for the staff, not only that we get more, but that during the summer um, – that you know it's it's a marathon it's a weird it's a weird job to work at a summer camp in the summer um my first time was uh i worked at a retreat center right after i graduated high school in estes park colorado and it was an amazing experience but it is sort of like you kind of you're learning that whole balance of i gotta make sure i go to bed at an early enough time because i gotta get up at seven to be in the kitchen and 18 year olds sometimes they struggle with that but just that God helps them sort of learn some of those skills even to manage their time well, to, you know, they're also in a bunk room with six other people all summer long. Uh, And you can imagine the sorts of um, realness, (laughs) real real relational stuff that they learn to deal with. I'm trying not to put a pillow over your face because you won't stop snoring. Those kinds yeah, of real. Yeah, but it's it's good. Yeah. We mm-hmm. don't we don't as a culture we don't deal with conflict well. Um, so one of the things we really try to teach our summer staff even is, hey, let's let's learn to do this. Let's learn to do this correctly. How the Bible tells us how to do it. Because if we can get through some of those hard conversations, man, life is so much better and our relationships are so much deeper. And it's a life skill forever. Yes. To have that out of the way. Yes, but. They're, you know, great young adults. They're, you know, learning a lot. So just pray for them as they function as summer staff. Yeah, that's a big deal. Um, other ways you can be praying is for um, all of our governing churches, right? All of the churches are still, we're all trying to, like, figure stuff out post-pandemic um, and how it works and all of the things that we all still try to figure out. Um, pray for all of our churches. Continue to pray for our church leaders. Um how many supporting churches do you guys have? 24. 24. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them, you know, well, yeah, we have 24. Some have struggled more during the pandemic than others. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, thanks for taking time to be here today and walk us through what's going on at the camp. Oh, it's my pleasure. I am really grateful to be here. And Thank you, you guys, for giving me a moment to share with you about what's going on on the grounds. And I hope people are as excited as I was to learn that Colleen has a wonderful nickname. Um, I don't know if you ever have a friend that, like, you learn somewhere else in life, they have a nickname, and you're like, that is the only thing I'm going to call them for the, from now on. What's That's yours? What, I never, okay, I always got, like, uh, Blistex. You remember the, like, yeah. the, the cha- off-brand chapstick? I got Blistex a lot. Um, blister, which is a little more gross. Um, my favorite that I only got from one kid in high school was Blister for Robin. He's, and I was like, I, I high-fived him. I was like, never heard it before. Thank you for something different. I appreciate the variety. So I actually like Carmex. <laughs> oh, Carmex, that's pretty good. Carmex and Kermama. <laughs> Those are pretty good. Yeah. And Coco. That's good. I love it. I enjoy it. Well, thanks for being here. Um, let's take a minute and we'll pray for the camp. And then we'll give, give a Kerma a round of applause for coming out here and spending some time with us. So let's pray. Uh, Father, we are so grateful for uh, the chance to have such good ministry partners. Um, the, the camp can um, do such wonderful work helping um, 
shepherd our kids and our students every summer as uh, you know we can um, play a role in um, supporting the camp and the camp can take so many students and show them uh, your goodness your grace and the love of Jesus um, we just pray that the upcoming camp season would be smooth and uh, easy and safe and without any of the um, unusual headaches that can come when things don't work out the way they're supposed to I pray that staff would um, would be connected with them so that they can have as many lifeguards as they need, as many summer staff as they need, as many um, helpers throughout each week of camp and as many deans as they need, that you would just provide all of those needs. And we thank you for the upcoming plans that are that are in motion to look towards the future, to come up with a, a new pool to set the stage for many decades of, of kids having great summers, um, to make things more accessible so more people um, can enjoy uh, the camp and be blessed by Jesus uh, and by meeting him. It's just a wonderful ministry, and we're, we're grateful to be partners with it. And so I just pray that you would uh, um, continue to uh, lead them forward in a beautiful way. And thank you for, for helping uh, Kerma and Hannah and, and Colleen just um, lead through some unusual times and to continue to grow the camp and, and bring new opportunities. What an amazing blessing that is to help kids um, maybe even have a relationship with Jesus and encounter with Jesus through some uh, cooking classes and some archery and just some wonderful things that maybe some of us wouldn't have even dreamed of, but uh, you work in wonderful and, and mysterious ways sometimes, and we're grateful for that. Uh, so again, thank you for uh, this time this morning to uh, get a, a deeper look into what's happening out at LSCA, and I just pray that we can continue to be good partners uh, with them. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.